When a young woman inherits a haunted house, she figures things aren't going to be easy. But the last thing she suspected was her husband trying to kill himself. And then we travel to Skinwalker Ranch, a very well-known location in the paranormal world. A piece of land in Utah that's supposedly everything from Bigfoot to portals to aliens to interdimensional creatures have all been seen in this ranch. And all of that is the sanest part of the conspiracy we're going to look at today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. I hope you guys are having tons of fun doing whatever you're doing. You guys know that I love the fluffle. And I wanted to share this with you today. I went and checked my post office box. It's in the show notes. And I got a package from a listener known as Robert Brewer. And he sent me a graphic novel he's published called Branches. It's available on Amazon. Put a link in the show notes. And he also sent me a solo little booklet. It's a solo role-playing game. Isn't that awesome? You guys, you guys are dope. You guys are always impressing me with your creative output. I love seeing all that stuff makes me feel like I'm. this is part of a bigger community. And Branch is really good. I'm about halfway done with it. It's a horror anthology, so perfect in time for Halloween if you want to check it out. It's on Amazon. Robert, you're going to be our captain or pilot this episode. Really, really impressed, and thanks for sending me the free stuff. I'm not saying if you send me free stuff that you create, you'll be featured on an episode, but yeah, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to grease the wheels like that. And guys, check out Branches. It is really cool. Robert, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. Let's go ahead and get you started here. We're going to get you sued. He's like, I didn't expect to be on an episode. I was just sending you some extra comics I had laying around the house. Come on, Robert. We're going to go ahead and put you in a snazzy little driving suit and give you the keys of the Jason Jalopy. We are leaving behind Dead Rabbit Command. We are headed all the way out to somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere the United States. (laughs) driving through all these towns looking for just the right one because what we're looking for is a spooky little house but the story was posted online there's a little girl this is not this is not a legend this is not a fairy tale this little girl she lived in a big she lived in a big house it was in the shape of a shoe she lived in this house and she didn't even like it as a kid she goes i always thought it was creepy she goes i don't know if it was the like dirt floor in the basement I don't know if it was like the old-timey Victorian furniture. I don't know what it was. I just found this house to be creepy. But it wasn't just an atmospheric thing. It wasn't just like, oh, I saw this. I saw a house that looked like this on Are You Afraid of the Dark? She was also... It wasn't just that, right? Because you could just get over that. She also would have horrible night terror. She would dream all the time that she was getting murdered. Every night she'd wake up in a cold sweat. <gasps> oh, oh, that was the worst. That was the worst dream ever. Oh, I'm sure tired. Time to go back to sleep. I'm sure this next dream won't be as bad. For ten years, she dreamt of getting murdered, and I have to ask. I wonder if it was different murders each time because that would be kind of cool. Like if I was constantly getting like stabbed to death. I mean, by the eighth nightmare, I'd be like, ah, I'm eating a burger. I'm like, I wonder if the pickles will fall through the wounds. I wonder if they'll just slide out the stomach wounds. But if imagine if every night you fell asleep, 365 nights a year, 
each time you die differently. Over the course of 10 years, that's like 3,600 deaths. By that point, your brain's like, we've already done fallen in acid. We've already done fallen into a geyser, a hot spring. We've already done fallen into a trash compactor. Like, eventually, your brain is... what? How? What, like, basically, you're, you start getting killed by Dr. Seuss inventions. They're like, the who's what's it? Went right into your brain. You're like, what? That's not, that's not scary at all. But if you died differently each time, that would... If you had to have night terrors, and if you had to spend every night dreaming of dying, it should at least be it should at least be mildly entertaining. But anyways, it wasn't for her. She just had her entire childhood was living in this horrible house where every night she dreamt she was being murdered. So when she was able to, when she grew up, she moved away. Now, recently, she inherited the house. And you could go, sure, maybe I had a difficult childhood and I had all this other stuff going on. The house is creepy. Maybe it wasn't, I, maybe I didn't dream about it every night. Because I'm an adult now and I'm a rational adult. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to move into the house. I inherited it. At this point, she's married. She has a dog. She said the very first night they moved in. <gasps> oh, oh, the worst nightmare, said her husband, ooh, plot twist, right? She didn't have a horrible nightmare. Her husband did. She's all sleeping peacefully. She's like, thank you, Jesus, for passing the curse on to the next person. He has a horrible nightmare the first night. And then the second night, they're getting ready to go to bed, and he needed to go get something in the kitchen. And he goes, will you come with me? She goes, what? No, we just walk down to the kitchen and get what you need. And he's like, I don't want to walk down this hallway by myself. Now, I should say that this guy's job, he's not a bro- He's not a professional scaredy cat. This isn't what his normal personality is. She describes him as being like in the tech industry. He's a coder. So he's a fairly rational person to work in that level of boring science stuff. So he doesn't want to go down the hallway. He thinks there's something waiting to get him. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, grow a bear. I've been murdered 3,600 times in this house. You can walk down a hallway. The third night, full-on night terrors. This is beyond the nightmares. He's thinking he's fighting stuff off. He's totally delirious. He's freaking out. She does not get a moment's sleep in this house. She's like, oh, just like the good old days. And then the fourth night, same thing. Freaking out, running around the room, fighting invisible bats or what have you. On the fifth night, (laughs) here's the thing. There's so many ways I could have approached this story. And one of my theories was, how many nights would it take for you to leave? I understand the little girl version when she was a kid. She couldn't just be like, I'm out of here, Ma. But as an adult, you already know that this is not going to end, right? It only ended after you left after 10 years. It's been four days and your husband's already flipping out. The fifth night, she wakes up and the bedroom is dead silent. She looks around and he's not in bed. So she begins to walk through the house looking for him. Gary, she says his name for the first time in the story. Gary, it's me, Margaret. walking through the house she sees him sleeping in their car she looks outside she looks outside the window and she sees in their car there is Gary sleeping 
What? So she goes out to the car, and when she wakes him up, his first good night's sleep in five days, when she wakes him up, he flips out. He flips out. He's screaming at the top of his lungs. He's running around. He's totally lost it. And then, right in the driveway of the house, he attempts suicide. And she calls the cops and the ambulance, do, 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 pull up. And they, they, get him, they get him with a net. They get him with one of those crazy people nets. They throw him in the ambulance and they take him to the hospital. Now, she posted that, like, right after it happened. She posted that online. She goes, she's like, guys, you want to believe the weekend I had? My husband tried killing himself in the driveway because of the night terrors and all this stuff. And she posted that, and I, I was like, oh, that's super interesting. The person's name, the user's name is Madam Music. The headline that she posted it under was, can a haunting cause mental illness? And that was something we touched on last week as well about, or maybe it was in the previous season even, about the guy who he thought his wife was going insane. Really creepy episode, or was she getting possessed? This is kind of in that same vein, but this story has a super bizarre twist to it. We're not even done yet. I I do, I am, so I read it and I go, okay, this is really interesting and spooky story. I'd like to talk about this. But one, how does one commit suicide in the driveway of your house? Like, I, unless he had, like, a ladder and a bowling ball on it, and he's, like, running. I, I don't get it. Like, you could probably run your head over with your, like, put the car. I mean, these are not tips. Once again, I have to declare these are not tips, but you could put the car in reverse and, like, lay your head down. I don't know. I, what else would you do? I mean, maybe if you had, like, a tire on, you're like, Jason, please, stop, stop. Stop. My point is, is there's. it doesn't seem like there's a lot. Like, unless he brought a weapon with him. He's, like, sitting in the backseat of the car with a noose and a stick of dynamite. Uh, I don't think it's going to work. But anyway, so I was... The reason why I bring that up was I go, that's a little suspicious. Like, how does one uh, almost kill themselves just walking around their driveway? So I thought that was a little suspicious, is what I'm saying. I thought it was... I'm like, if it had taken place in any other room in the house, I'd be like, oh, there's a thousand ways to kill yourself in the den. And I thought it was a little suspicious. She's like, as the the ambulance is driving away, she's like, hey, people of Reddit, you won't believe the crazy thing that just happened. I thought that was a little weird, too, because you don't think you would rush to Reddit to to tell this story. But then, a couple days later, she... (laughs) That first story, okay, I was like, oh, that's interesting. It kind of ties into what we talked about. Then she comes back. Then she comes back, and I don't know how to take this. I just don't know how to read this just yet. She does a, basically, she comes back a couple days later, like three, I think it was only like three days later, and she says, there's more, more stuff happened. The husband is discharged from the hospital. The first night, they both sleep totally normal. The next night, the sun goes down, the moon comes up, there's a crow sitting on a gravestone, literally because they have Halloween decorations up. The story's super recent. The story's like going on right now. She, Margaret, just totally loses it and she starts running around the house flipping out. And the husband's like, oh man. <laughs> it was fun when I was doing it. And she's flipping out and then she runs outside and she begins breaking the tombstones. She destroys all of their Halloween decorations. She's pulling them off the window. She starts picking up pumpkins and smashing them into the ground and throwing them across the yard. And then she takes, like, they have this spike 
with a like a skull on it. This, this, these are Halloween decorations, right? These are not stuff that they normally have laying around. And she smashes one of her windows. Just then, out of nowhere, her brother, <laughs> this new character, it's new character being introduced in the third act. Her brother, who is also a CEO, she calls him my CEO brother, runs across... <laughs> this is so ridiculous. He runs across the yard and tackles her right when she smashes the window with a spike. And he's like, Margaret, you got to snap out of it. You got to snap out of it. And what happened was the neighbors saw Margaret come out of the house and throw pumpkins and start beating stuff up. So they didn't call the police. They called her CEO brother, who then drove across to left a business meeting. He drives all the way from his skyscraper and then tackles his sister. She gets taken to the hospital as well because she's a danger to herself. And then the guy says, hey, I'll pay for you to be in a hotel for a while. Don't stay in the house anymore. It's a weird story. It's a weird story. And... What's even odder is that the second part of the post where she goes crazy has been deleted. It's been deleted. So that's no longer it's no longer official canon. They're actually going to do a retcon. Um, but I find that super interesting that you have the initial story and then which are their both stories are fairly plausible. If you believe in de- if you don't believe in demons or ghosts, then it's all nonsense. But if you believe in demons and ghosts, this stuff isn't outside of normal lore behavior. We did an episode yesterday about a series of women who were possibly possessed by women. We talked, like I said, about a week or two ago about a guy whose wife was starting to act weird in the house. So in the lore, it makes sense. I'm curious as to why she removed the second part of it i find that kind of interesting kind of like did she make it up and she didn't like the way she ended it or because remember in the second part of the story she gets possessed or she gets influenced by the house is the influence so strong it made her delete the reddit post as in she said too much so delete that part the CEO brother, the CEO brother's like, you know how much stock I lost this week? And he like makes her delete it. Who knows? I do find it interesting that the second part is deleted. The whole story, though, I found absolutely fascinating. Haunted houses are very Halloween-y. Haunted houses and Halloween go hand in hand. I love a good haunted house story. We've been featuring a lot of those. But now we're going to leave behind a haunted house and take a look at a conspiracy theory that may actually explain the haunted house. It may explain a whole lot of stuff that's going on. Robert, I'm going to go ahead and toss you the keys of the Carpenter Copter. We're leaving behind somewhere USA. We're headed out to the Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch is something that I assume if you have a passing knowledge of paranormal, if you have interest in the paranormal community, you're at least aware of Skinwalker Ranch. It's not really anything I've ever covered on this show. It's very, very popular. It's not as popular as, say, Roswell or Area 51 in the overall American consciousness, but I'd say if you've spent a year or two looking at the paranormal, you come across Skinwalker Ranch stories. And Skinwalker Ranch is a place, it's a real place, it's in Utah, just a brief overview. It's owned by private individuals, right now it's owned by a company, but it's normally been owned by private individuals, and it is a place of high strangeness. It's one of those places that you see, there's been reports of Bigfoot sightings, UFOs, cattle mutilations, portals opening to other dimensions, 
bulletproof creatures of darkness moving across the landscape. It's like whatever your mind could think of has happened at Skinwalker Ranch. And that is really the nutshell. And there are tons of resources available on this. There's even a television show on the History Channel going on right now. The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. So that's, in a nutshell, the story of of Skinwalker Ranch. Now, there have been a lot of allegations around this place, which I find very, very interesting. Because here's my thing with Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch... I'm there's there's never really been any proof coming out of Skinwalker Ranch that you you don't find that level of proof say coming out of a haunted house. For the amount of activity that's happened, supposedly happened at Skinwalker Ranch, we're still getting the same blurry photos, the same photos of orbs and stuff like that that you would get at a local cemetery. Now, I was reading this article on this website called The Parallax, and they were doing an investigation into Skinwalker Ranch vis-a-vis the $22 million government contract that Skinwalker Ranch received. So it is... Apparently, the Parallax article said that Robert Bigelow, who was the previous owner of Skinwalker Ranch, he actually is the owner of a chain of hotels, like budget hotels... He got in touch with Senator Harry Reid of Nevada and told him about the Skinwalker Ranch. And Senator Harry Reid has all been about UFO. He's, he's been a proponent of disclosure for a long time. Robert Bigelow, who owned the ranch at this time, this is back like in the early 2000s, late 90s, talks to Senator Harry Reid and makes all these connections and gets a contract. The Defense Intelligence Agency is giving grants out to do these studies to see what is really going on at Skinwalker Ranch. And so, just like you, you're not going to get $22 million to investigate a haunted cemetery, you're probably not even going to get $22 from your aunt to go investigate a haunted cemetery. But that's that's what's always kind of bugged me about it. Like, I am super excited to do this type of research and to find this stuff out. But people were pouring money into this, and we weren't getting any better evidence than we've gotten out of any other... We get a lot of stories saying, I saw this. But we're not getting any raw evidence from it. And I don't ex- when when a bunch of ghost hunters go out to the gates of hell, New Jersey, or what they're going on some road trip or Hunchyville or something like that. I'm not expecting them to. It would be nice if they came back with evidence, but I understand the lore, the way things work. But when the government is pumping 22 million dollars into finding out if the melon heads exist, the, the melon heads better exist, right? They better find these f- little freaks. Parallax also in this very interesting article stated that a lot of people who worked at the ranch made stories up. Not all of them, not all of them, but they were showing, they had these interviews and they're like, yeah, we were encouraged to make stuff up. We got a bonus if we were ever able to find proof. So, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do to get money. That doesn't mean that everything cited there was fake. I'm not saying that at all. It does have a long history of sightings. But what I'm saying is when you pump $22 million into something, I want more than just, I saw this something one day. I mean, at that point, we should be we should be getting, <laughs> people should get insect in a portal on camera for $22 million. But I find, the, I find the idea of Skinwalker Ranch fascinating. I'm a big fan of portals. I'm a big fan of places on Earth that high strangeness is likely to happen. So I, I'm not dismissing the idea of Skinwalker Ranch altogether. But that really isn't even what we're talking about. That is just the setup for the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy we're actually going to talk about 
is from a guy who believes that he has answered all the questions that we've been asking for the past couple years. You know this whole COVID-19 thing? Okay, before I say the next couple words, YouTube and Spotify. Okay, hold on. <laughs> just just let me finish, okay? You know that whole COVID-19 thing? That's not, that's not real, right? That's all a distraction. That was all a distraction. This guy has shown us the way. Here's the real story. Skinwalker Ranch is a powerful place. In fact, it may be the most powerful place on Earth. It's just all this raw, interdimensional energy spilling out of it. And it's like the universe can't decide, do I want to be a UFO? Do I want to be a Bigfoot? Do I want to be a monster? So it's putting, it's just like raw, it's just raw, psychic, interdimensional energy. And B Blanks 57 explains that this energy is so powerful, if you encounter Skinwalker Ranch, it can drive you insane. But luckily, it's really hard to get out of there. And nowadays, all roads have been cut off to it. You, it's like it's owned by a company called Adamantium Holdings, and they don't allow visitors. Except for the cast and crew of the History Channel's The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. They've already finished their first season. Season 2 will start airing soon. But that might be a bad thing. You see, Skinwalker Ranch is so powerful that if you go there, it can drive you insane. But it's even more powerful than that. If you watch the show, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, Wednesday nights at 9 a.m., I don't even know when it is, but if you watch the show, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, it will drive you insane. Now, you may be thinking right now, you may be thinking right now as you're writing on your mirror with lipstick, I'm not insane, Jason, and that's my favorite show. Well, he goes on to say that it may only make people who are currently depressed insane or people who have some sort of psychic makeup. Like, there's, there's something peculiar about them that this show can affect. He goes, I don't think it'll happen with everyone, but there's enough people out there that if they watch The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, it'll drive them insane. And you go, Jason, that's all well and good. We've covered crazier conspiracy theories on there. What could that possibly have to do with COVID-19? And that's when I go, here's what he says. If you go to Skinwalker Ranch, you go crazy. If you watch the show, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, you go crazy. This power of Skinwalker Ranch is so unstoppable. If you talk to someone who's watched The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, you can go crazy. And what happened was the government realized this halfway through season one of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. They're watching, they got little dots on the map. They're like, sir, sir, five more people just went crazy in Detroit. And the president's like, oh my God. As they're watching more and more people go insane, they realize that this, the cat, they realize that the interdimensional cat is out of the bag. They decide, listen, there's only one way we can stop people from going insane. <laughs> we lock them all in their houses. We, we have huge national lockdowns. We lock them all in their houses for a minimum of six weeks and remove their kids from school. That, that'll make them not go insane. You see the lockdowns, the social distancing, that's all to keep you from talking to someone about the secret of Skinwalker Ranch. 
as long as you can stay six feet away from someone, someone's walking down the street, like, hey, did you see the new History Channel show? You're like, no, no, don't. If you see anyone wanting to talk about this, make sure they stay socially distant. All of this stuff is to prevent you from going insane. Because if you get close to someone who's watched that show, or if you get close to someone who got close to someone who watched that show, this is, it's infectious. It's a virus. It's driving humanity insane. Now, to be fair, B. Blanks does say at the end of this, hey, I'm not saying this is real or anything. I'm just thinking, wouldn't that be crazy if it was? However, I went through his post history, and basically whenever he says something like this, he goes, I'm not saying this is true, but... So either he's doing a bunch of story prompts, or this is his version of the conspiracy cap, where a lot of times I go, let's put on our conspiracy cap, because I know if I stated it as fact, people would be like, you're insane. Very, very interesting conspiracy theory, and, and it really has... This is what I think when we talk about conspiracy theories, like when we talk about stuff like monkeys don't exist, one of my famous episodes, that is so beyond the pale. Because it just, the workarounds don't make any sense. But sometimes when we come across conspiracy theories like this, when you break the pieces down, they make sense. We as, and you, you know, your mileage may vary, but generally the paranormal community believes in things like mind control, believes in things like curses, believes in raw psychic energy and powerful, you know, places of powerful energy. And it being able to go through electronic devices, nothing that he's saying when you break it down is out of the ordinary for a paranormal researcher to talk about. Monkeys don't exist, just... It doesn't make any sense. You start asking questions like, well, who would do... The, why would you be doing this? Who dresses up as a monkey? Where are the monkey suits made? How long has this gone on for? With this one... And you can't break it down any further than monkeys don't exist. NASA wants to say that God isn't real, so they lie to us about evolution, and they invented the monkey. That's the whole theory of monkeys don't exist. It just it just doesn't make any sense. But in this one, the components make sense. Why? It, it really, I mean, like, you just break it down like that. It's possible in the paranormal world, there is cursed, there is a cursed location, and that cursed location could spill out and begin cursing other people. We've done episodes on this podcast that I thought might have been cursed. So why not a television show on the History Channel? So it's an interesting conspiracy theory, and... I have to say this, you know, his theory is that it's slowly driving people crazier and crazier and crazier, and you can't stop the infection. The the We've tried doing the lockdowns, but it's still spreading, and eventually all of the executives of History Channel are going to go to jail. I don't, I don't know about that part. I don't know about that part, and if they did, they'd make an awesome show, The History of America's Jails. I really love the History Channel, personally, but... I don't think they're I don't think they're trying to cause the degradation of humanity through or mind warping us. But even he's not saying that it's necessarily they may not even know they're doing it. It sounds like it just may be this accidental raw energy, but then you figure the US government, they'd say, Well, you know, you may not be doing it on purpose, but we're still gonna cancel your show. So it makes sense in the lore it's possible. Now, would I go so far to say that's the reason? The COVID lockdown is where he kind of loses you, right? That just doesn't make any sense because if the I, I think it would be better placed if he goes, the government doesn't even know this is happening. Like, I know it's happening. I can sense it. But the government doesn't know it. History Channel is either doing it on purpose for their ancient alien overlords 
or they're doing it on accident and they need to cancel the show. The idea of the government and then changing the entire world, that's where he kind of starts to lose me. But the idea of a cursed television show is creepy. And the idea of a cursed television show that a lot of people watch. It's not something that's being broadcast on access television at 3 in the morning and it causes some dude to pick up a cleaver and hack his family up. I mean, that's cool. I mean, not for his family, right? Not for his family. What does it sound like? As a story, if you heard that as a spooky story, that's a cool spooky story. But imagine if it was Friends. Imagine if there was that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer looks right at the camera and goes, now's the time, and he just eats a cat. And half of America is totally aghast, and the other half of America is watching not not that episode, not that episode. And the next day, you have articles and everything in the news saying, "Hey, what was up with Kramer eating that cat?" Everyone else will be like, "What are you talking about?" And then if you ever watched a rerun of it, it's him not eating the cat. Like that would be more earth shattering. And then you notice the half the point country that saw the Kramer cat eating episode. There's a steep decline in the cat population over the next couple of days. They can never explain that part. I think when we talk about lost media, I think what we really want to find is cursed media. When we talk about lost media, a lot of the times we want to hear about creepy stories. Like, why wasn't this aired? Something bad happened behind the set. Squidward killed himself. You know, the typical things. But when you look at Lost Media and they're like, oh yeah, they literally lost this. Like, they filmed this and the guy tripped and it rolled down a muddy hill. That's not as fun. And I think that Lost Media, we're talking about cursed media. We want it to be spooky. And it turns out that we may not have to wait until 3 a.m., on some cable access channel or channel 58 or something like that to see this cursed media. It may be on a major cable channel. It may be available for streaming. You may right now be able to stop listening to this podcast and watch an episode of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. It may be good. I haven't seen it. You may like it. I don't know. You may watch a second episode and then a third episode. You binge the whole first season. You're sitting there, the whole season is done, you're by yourself in your room, and you go, I really enjoyed that show. It didn't drive me insane. But then you realize, you watched the last four episodes after you had gouged your own eyeballs out. Which which might be... Which might be the best endorsement the History Channel has ever gotten on that show. I like the History Channel. Don't get me wrong. History Channel is dope. If they ever want to work with me, if they want to work with me on the Eye Gouge show, I'm totally down. Dead Rabbit Radio presents Eye Gouge Theater. I, History Channel, hit me up. James Wan, I know you listen to this podcast and you know someone to the History Channel. Radio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash Radio. TikTok is at Radio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. And I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. <laughs>